Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam. Super, super excited to be back, to be chatting with y'all, get into this week's grind. I hope you're in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I love chatting with you guys. It's something I definitely look forward to. Um, and this week is about something that I've been forcing myself to do more and more of. Kind of, I've been kind of doing that in the, in the background for the most part, but there has been a push um, that I've been doing and practicing for the last couple of weeks, because again, with vibrating higher and elevating yourself and leveling up all of those things, it's that same theme of just pushing yourself further outside of your comfort zone and creating more opportunities for yourself. And so by doing that, it's been very uncomfortable because it's very easy to just be lax. And I'm already a very productive or like to be in a productive um, zone or mode, but this push is different. This push is pushing myself out of the things that I am the most procrastinating about or lazy about. Usually I try to record these episodes way in advance. And there have been a couple of times where I've recorded them after, and I no longer want to operate in that space. I no longer want to do those things. And I'm not always in the space or in the place to be able to do that. Now I want to differentiate. So, you know, when you're talking about pushing yourself, when you're going into pushing yourself or the idea of pushing yourself, some of us like to push ourselves beyond the extreme. So asking, asking of ourselves way too much and giving ourselves way too little. I've had enough sleep. I've eaten sufficiently. I am in the right mental space. All the checks are yes, but my own like battles of either laziness or unproductiveness or fear, whatever it may be, is quote unquote holding me back or causing me to be apprehensive or hesitant or kind of drag my feet a bit when it comes to producing my episodes sometimes. And this is one of those weeks where I'm pushing myself because if I don't, I won't, you know, I won't operate in the way that I can be the most elated by and happy with. If I don't do this, it won't get done. It's one of those entrepreneurial or one of those like leadership moments where if you don't create the time, it doesn't exist. And I could easily not create the time. There's tons of other things I could be doing that I would feel like, okay, great, I'm doing stuff, but this is the part of me that I'm always pushing and, and battling with myself. And I think a lot of us can relate where we feel like, oh, I should be doing so much more. I need to be doing so much more. And sometimes inspiration is hard to come by, especially right now in this panorama where you don't get to interact with people. You don't always get to get the same good juju from people or have those conversations that maybe you miss. And so it's one of those things that can be really frustrating and really uncomfortable because your hope is that you'll be able to interact with people and make things of things, but you don't always get to. But yet I see other people who are doing really great things and they're always what seems like in your face and they're always available. And I almost rely on those people, especially like YouTube. I'm a part of a DIY community and I also have started, um, I say I'm a part of it. Yeah, right. I'm a subscriber to a lot of DIY women and men who 
create really amazing things out of nothing and are designing their lives the way that they like. And I actually started a design Instagram to feed, um, you know, and just put out all of my design stuff. For those of you who've been listening, you know, that design interior design specifically is one of my faves. And um, I've been getting into the DIY space and I'm really happy with how I'm kind of shifting um, my life to mimic um, the things that I'm excited about and I love and I want to see more of. And it's Design Sam PS. So for those of you who are listening or want to, to, to pop in, um, but it's really exciting. But having to push myself to find content or find the time or make the time, you know, whether it becomes becomes whether it is becoming more active or more persistent. Some might say you have a lot on your plate, but I will like to say and preface this as I am budgeting my time. I am definitely not doing the 90 hour <laughs> work week. And again, that could that could definitely, you know, lead to why I haven't seen, you know, the things that I want out of life, but the reality is is that my peace of mind is above all else. I am not sacrificing my time to be quote unquote a slave or be overactive in a space where it drains me. I am spending more time with the things that fuel me, excite me, you know, keep me, you know, gathered and humbled and excited about life versus operating from a space where I'm more concerned about the things that, um, you know, (laughs) overwhelm me and put me in a space where I'm frustrated and I'm upset um, simply because it doesn't, it doesn't make me happy with the person that I'm at, you know, I'm, you know, dealing with majority of the time at home or taking a shower where I'm frustrated because I'm operating too high for what I can, I have the energy for. So, you know, finding the balance and even like now where I'm shifting most of my meetings to be certain days of the week. So that way, majority of the week, I have time to be productive or creative or open and have some playful moments versus, you know, finding myself booked all week at all possible given times and really pushed into a corner. I'm using my leadership understanding and skills to be more, um, just be more angled with my time and my energy. And I find that if you don't, you know, push yourself, you can find yourself in a lot of places that you don't want to be. And I've been there and I, I was there not too long ago and I probably was there yesterday. But even in this effort and even in this space of doing this is an example of pushing myself. Everything in me is pushing myself. Um, producing content on Instagram, my talks that I do is pushing myself. I actually recorded the um, healing workshop like I promised, and that's now available on YouTube. Check out everything in me. You'll be able to find the healing workshop with the slides and me talking you through. And that's the first part, which is talking about um, just unpacking everything and understanding what's there, like reflecting on everything. So that way you can know what you need to do in order to clean house and reposition and reprogram yourself. So it's a really great, very short and sweet, but to the point activity where you guys can kind of look at it and hopefully start to unpack. The next one will be about organizing. So reconfiguring certain experiences that have happened into your life 
to be a more positive one, to be one where maybe you remove the fear or you empower yourself or you look at it from a different space now that you have these eyes that are older, are wiser, are more understanding of life. And then the final will be an action plan to be able to figure out what are some of the specifics that need to take place in order to get you in that space where you feel really good of that. And even just producing something like that requires me to push myself and put myself in a place where these things can actually happen. The reason being is because sometimes it's unworthiness. Sometimes it's who do I think I am to produce a podcast talking about my life experiences as though they are the Holy Grail. I am not holier than thou. I've never claimed to be. Um, My thoughts are my own but I understand that some of the instances or the the situations that I've been in have been very much relatable, very much connected to other people and their experiences. And this is through my own lens. And it's an opportunity to be able to look at life from a different perspective. And that's the hope. That's the goal. That's the dream behind all of this. And I hope that you guys find value in this and that you take this as an opportunity to be uplifted and also just to be under, like, just see a different perspective about everything. And, you know, it's, it's hard when you're looking to elevate yourself and work out more, be more active. There's so many things I'm pushing myself to do, but as I look back, I'm proud of the diverseness that is me, the person who's obsessed now with listening to books, the person who's obsessed now with making sure I'm active, the person who's obsessed now with eating at home and providing quality meals, who's looking to have more vegetables and fruits in her diet. That person, that emphasis on that girl, I love her. I love her so much. Earlier this year, I believe it was was probably New Year's. I mean, we're a month in, but New Year's, around New Year's, I went to the beach and I I talk about this again where I did this video. I don't know if I'll ever share it. I can share share the audio, but the the the, the video, listen, she she's not all the way where she wants to be yet. So I'm still not really comfortable with that space yet. But the video, I'm in a bathing suit, and I'm talking to myself and I'm just telling myself how much I love myself, how much I'm gonna fight for myself, and how much I'm gonna show myself, how much you care about yourself, not only internally, but externally. And the reason why I did that as a video versus an audio or something like that is because it is a visual representation of what the the vessel that I carry, the vessel that is my body and how that is so striking to me because internally when I speak of myself or when I talk to myself, it's always at the highest level and always with the most dignity and self-care. But externally, I don't always show that. That's not always seen. And so there's an under construction that's happening where I'm trying to, I'm trying to externally match how I feel internally. And it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of things in that. So it could be worthiness again, going into, is it worth me spending the time away from, you know, quality time, which I love to do, with myself versus the others that my partner and 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 that whole environment my family to say I'm going to take some time out from me to do what I want to do or I need to do when it comes to my health um is it worth me altering my meals so that way I have a healthy version of what they're eating because I'm on a different path and they are, you know, so it's all these little compromises all these little decisions that you do you know even right now we're 
what mid-morning, about to be mid-afternoon. And I usually, I haven't for the last couple of weeks really been doing my eyebrows or my eyelashes and stuff like that. I've kind of just drifted a little bit away from that. But I said to myself, you know, today, maybe I should, you know, do it. Even it doesn't matter if most of the day has gone by. It's not about that. It's about projecting externally how I feel internally. And so these small, minute decisions are pushing me to honor my word to myself. And sometimes it's easier to, to honor that to someone else that you know, or a loved one or something like that. But I feel like I deserve and I, and I'm required to show up for myself. That's the reality we all are. We're all accountable for ourselves. And this is one way that I'm doing that. And even taking care of my hair, cutting my ends, that's something I've been oh my gosh, procrastinating on for so long. I just didn't make the time for, but this last week I finally did it. And so I have hair that is healthier. It's still a little dry because it's weird in Miami, but you know, it's healthier, you know, but presenting myself from a place of, you know, I am healing internally and I want externally to see that. I want my, my place that I'm a part of to see that where I'm investing in, you know, the pieces that, mean a lot to me or excite me or motivate me having flowers in the house, you know, having my home be a reflection of how I feel inside where it's homey, it's connected, all of those sort of things. It's so important to me to be intentional with what I'm doing and, you know, how I'm doing things. But best believe it is hard as hell because I am, first of all, I'm a perfectionist. So I'm looking at the scope, like how can I make sure every single decision is amazing? But the reality is I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to have setbacks. I'm going to have moments where I'm like, you did too much. You're going too hard. You you were thinking about the wrong things. You worried too hard. So there is adjustments going on within those decisions, but keeping things in front of me that are going to fuel me and even up until last night where I was like, oh, I really want something sweet, which I've been on this sweet, like, streak where every day I want a piece of cake or something really sweet. And that's like low key, my kryptonite. But I said to myself, how many times have I gotten something sweet and circled back to the body or the, the mindset or the energy level that I didn't like the person in the mirror that I didn't like, because I didn't recognize that person because that's not who I was. I've given myself more than enough grace when it comes to eating irresponsibly or doing drinking irresponsibly as far as like multiple days of having some wine, just have a little wine. You know, th- you've already done that. You've been there, you've done it. It was great. You enjoyed it. But now let's figure out how can we have something that's more sustainable, something more reflective, something that's more inclusive with who you want to be internally, externally. You're on this path of adjusting a lot of, you know, decisions that didn't really add up to the direction you were trying to go into. And now that I'm focused on this direction, I'm a little bit more mindful of the luxuries that I took for granted or the luxuries that I indulged in and still wanted the same outcome of not having those luxuries and being more restrictive or more intentional with my diet. It's just... (laughs) I don't know how I thought that would add up. I don't know how I thought, you know, not having the discipline, not getting enough sleep, how that would add up to the version of me that I could feel that was disciplined and had enough sleep and was, you know, full of, like, I don't know how that, listen, 
girl. I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't there in life apparently. But now that I'm in this place, it's really, really important to me to push through and to identify the things that I've allowed myself to get away with and figure out how can I conquer on and not roll past those and, and start to roll past those, you know, little dirty, like, um, little, little like incentives that exist or what feels like incentive, no, these temptations that exist actually that create, um, the version of me that I'm not, not, I'm not doing her no more. She's done. She's dead. So I want to get a little bit more specific when it comes to pushing yourself. The pushing yourself I'm referring to is not the version that is existent when you are depressed, when you are unmotivated, when you are not in the right headspace, when you've lost yourself, when you've completely like deprived yourself of who you are, what you are, what matters to you. Not that version. That version is a lot more intense and requires a lot more courage. Anyone who is listening that is going through depression or is almost feels disassociated from themselves at this point and is still looking for the light, kudos to you. Kudos to you for fighting through what seems like to be the loudest, most prominent voice or energy in the room. Kudos to you. And I root for you because I've been there and I know how mundane and, and almost like dragging and just exhausting, exhausting, existing and life can be. And it's such a beautiful sign that you're even considering, you know, listening to something like this that is wrapped all around being a better version of yourself. That is a beautiful, beautiful sign. Pat yourself on the back, give yourself some grace and patience. You will pull through, you will come out of this, you will see the other side to life. And the and it will be immaculate because the push that I'm talking about is that person who is still trying to navigate things and knows that, you know what, I'm playing the field from a very like simple place. I am not trying to do more. I am not trying to do any less. I am just on my path, but there is a yearning. There's a piece of you that feels like, what are you doing? If you're not doing it, then why are you even participating in general? Why are you just being so small? Why are you playing so small? And that's the version of me that I am working to ignore because for a while it made sense. Being reclusive, private, and in my own headspace did a lot of good. I mean, it clarified so many different things. But now that I've reached a place where I've been able to have access to so many abundant you know, types of information, it's not doing myself justice by sitting in this kind of cooped up state where I refuse to share or be a little bit more open and extroverted because it makes, I feel as though for those of you who watched, you know, or listened to The Alchemist or listened or read The Alchemist, which literally, like I've said before, transformed my entire life. And I see why everyone was reading it, but I also can see how some people may miss the mark. So if you don't get it, you know, on your first go around, let life happen to you a little bit more, keep that in your back pocket, circle back and it'll make sense. But 
I feel like an omen or many omens, what I actually call my um, guardian angels, who have showed up for me in different ways, have pushed me. They have reminded me. They have guided me. And you know, sometimes you're reminded by the, the people in your space, and sometimes you're reminded by yourself, where you look in your mirror and you're like, "You, you've been half-assed in life. Like, I don't understand. What's the deal? What's what's going on? Like, what's the what's the drawback?" And for me personally, I've been holding back a little bit <laughs> simply because of mul- the multiple different things, afraid and uncertain and figuring out what's comfortable to me and being very cautious. I find myself like a lot of people who nurture other people that you're always like, be careful, you know, that doesn't look safe and that can be tricky, but there all there is the other side where this risk, this fear People lean into it. People want to go towards it. People want to enjoy it. People want to feel that moment. And that's there for a reason. And although it may be beyond my comfortability, it may be just within the scope of someone else's. And so for me personally, I have to recognize a lot of different pieces of me that I need to reconfigure my fear factor. If I want to be more fearless, if I want to be more healed, I have to walk through that fear. I have to go through that mountain, through that that stone of life. And that may require me doing a lot of things on my own and pushing myself in places that I didn't want to push myself. Not just to get the job done, but to not allow my fears to make more sense to me than my actual like scope in life. Like that to me doesn't no. That no no no. I want more and I can't allow life or wait for, you know, divine entities or divine things to interact to be able to make it more comfortable for me. <laughs> no. I have to push myself. I have to believe in myself. Now, I have to be honest with you. <laughs> Pushing yourself is really hard and it it evokes a lot of emotion and it can be very uncomfortable. I never like to just throw things at y'all and just be like, okay, push yourself, y'all be the better version. Bye. No, I want to be honest with you. It's not fun. So here's some things that I actually do when I'm pushing myself and I have to be my cheerleader or my negotiator or, you know, my strategist. One of the things that I would do when I'm in a funk and by funk, I mean like not inspired at all to do this is I will literally yell out like, Let's go, girl. Come on. It's time. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get this going. We're going to do this podcast. We're going to do a really good one. It's going to be exciting. going to do great things. I'm not worried about it. We just got to get into it. You got to be your hype, man. You really have to find that uh, in you to just say, let's go. And sometimes this will be in private, but sometimes my partner will hear me and be like, what the hell? You know, and it's a part of like, it's almost like a scream of like the version in me who's like, let's go. It's literally that, that version of me who is speaking and saying, come on, come on, just sit down. We're going to, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to be so proud of yourself. You're going to do good things. You're going to say nice things. It's going to work out. You're going to put it in drafts and you're going to get it ready, prep for Friday. It's going to make sense. It's going to flow and everything's going to come to you. You just need to sit down get focused, make it happen, get your water bottle, take your deep breath and sit down and make it happen. And it's this idea that because I've allowed the the mic to be taken over by someone who is cares about me so much and believes in me so much, 
I trust that version. I trust that, 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 that sound, that, that, that cheerleader. And I can walk into that feeling a little bit more empowered and less alone because sometimes we have these inner thoughts that don't reach outdoor, don't reach outdoors or outside of us. And it's easier when they're hidden, when they're private, that's a part of that closet that we keep that just keeps all the stuff that we don't want others to hear or see or know of. And so when you do that, you remove, um, this, 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 threshold, this like safety net that's there because like, I got to say it allowed. So it wasn't allowed. So nobody heard it. So everything's okay. But no, no, no. When I jump into it, we're going to jump into it. We're going to make it happen. It's going to do good things. I'm so excited. And it's this idea, like I'm going with this new momentum, this new head, new head space, and I'm believing in it and I'm allowing it to happen. And I'm speaking those great things into life, speaking, the, you know, changing my perspective on things, even though I may not be dressed for it, I may not be ready for it, but it's this idea that there's this piece of energy that I want to basically flood the room. I want to flood my body. I want to flood my mind with all of this goodness, all of this good juju, these good vibes, even if I haven't believed it yet, but it's there. It's it's overwhelming. I can't ignore it. I turn into this corner. It's here. I turn up there. I turn. There's nowhere to hide. The only way is to go. And you got to push and you got to go and you got to believe in yourself and you got to fight through it and you got to let it go that it's not working out in your favor. You got to understand I'm trying. It's just a reminder that every time I try, I may fail. And if I fail, that's okay because I'm always trying. And when I finish trying, I'm going to learn. And when I finish learning, I'm going to be able to apply and adapt and grow from a different perspective at every single moment that I'm etching towards doing whatever I want to do or fulfilling whatever I want to feel, I can look back and say, listen, you did it and you got it done. And what was on your schedule today was that, but you actually did this. And that's super exciting. All of those things are part of your work and flow. And then they become experience and skills. And I feel more comfortable doing it because I've already done it a couple of times. Yesterday I went, um, I went rollerblading and Y'all, I haven't gone rollerblading since I was a kid. I bought the rollerblades this year for myself because I, well, last year for myself because I wanted to get back into it. It's a great way to be active, different, brings back childhood, but it provokes so much fear in me. And I'm like screaming because internally I'm like, you got this, you got this. But the other part of me is like, be careful, be careful. You're going to fall. Oh no, you can't stop. What's going on? Hold on. Where, where can you, you can't hold on to anything. It's just air. You know, there's so many pieces of me that are fighting through this, but I just, I realized like, just like with anything, especially when watching other people, when you've walked someone through a process of learning and they go from a place of not knowing anything to a place of feeling more confident, you feel the victory, but they feel the biggest victory because they're actually walking that walk. You are not, you are removing yourself from being, having the biggest victory and playing small by being a cheerleader for someone else versus yourself because of the fear that you're going to fail. But that person is leaning on not only your strength, but their own strength to be able to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to see it through. You got to switch roles. You got to get in there. You got to get in the game. There's nothing like being in the game. You think as a fan, you think as a fan, you are cheering this this team on, you're cheering someone on and you feel it all through your blood and your, 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 your system. But have you ever felt that high of either the runner's high or that high of, I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm feeling what I like to feel. It is an itch. It is an experience that no, like no other. And that's all because that person decided to get up today, push themselves, 
put themselves in a place where they can learn or grow or fight through insecurities, whatever it may be, take off and you sat there and you cheered them on enough of playing small, enough of just, you know, going where you want to go and operate, put yourself those things that you've been fighting for, or you've been looking for, start a new class, talk to someone different, try a new tactic out when it comes to putting up boundaries, creating a new opportunity, creating a new activity that, that, you know, calls to you, you know, there's so many things that we are so capable of. And if we find our, our, our divine legend, our living legend or whatever that is, we can be immaculate people. We can be sensational people, phenomenal people. But if we continue to be on the sideline, dangling our, our feet down on the ground, not really participating, you're going to have a sideline life. Push yourself, get in the game. Don't worry about the insecurities. Don't worry about what people are going to say, because the reality is it's more of a connector than anything else. And those who don't, don't understand are obviously going to hate or have something ill to say, but I guarantee you when something else in life hits their mark and and <laughs> spoils it all for them, they're going to realize very, very quickly what they have been lacking. And it's not going to be you because you're in your lane. You are doing what you are supposed to be doing. You are living the life that you are supposed to live. You are evoking the emotion that you're supposed to evoke. You're getting in, 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 in a role, in a position, in a, in a place in life that a lot of people can't reach. That is a blessing. That is the beauty. That is the honesty that exists within life. But the reality is you are holding yourself back every single time. You don't make it a point. You don't make it an issue. You'll be so surprised. You know how many people may have said to you and you didn't, it went over your head. You know, I see you doing X, Y, and Z. I see you doing great things. I see you doing this. I see you doing that. It may not be the exact vision you have for yourself. Don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you go do what your mom says, your cousin, your auntie, your your best friend says for you. I'm saying that voice in you that is saying you should be doing this, stop playing small on that, get into that, that version of you that you've been ignoring because you're not doing it. Sometimes they are harboring on that same essence. They may not be on the same exact dial of it all, but they have that essence that you are playing small and they are seeing it and they don't like it or it doesn't make sense and they're not understanding. If you are a high functioning person who is already doing a lot, you may be doing a lot of nothing. And that's the difference. Pay attention to every interaction. Take an assessment of all the things that you are doing. Are the things that you are doing fueling you, giving you life, aligning with who you are and what you are, or are they taking up space? If they're taking up space, you need to re reorganize here. You need to reconfigure some things and you need to figure out how can I dedicate my energy to something that's going to fuel me, you know, make me more diverse, make me more, you know, engaged or driven or put into a place where I feel I can, I can win. That's what matters. That is what is important. That is the message that I hope everyone can understand and everyone gets because it's so important for everyone to stop playing small, stop hurting ourselves in doing little things or doing things that we find to be valuable, but they're not actually investing in us. Pay attention to the version of you who is screaming for help, who is looking to be seen. Start to pay attention to that voice. I was you know, listening to Will's audio, Will Smith's audiobook and just really absorbing a lot of the things that he's been going through and what has really 
intrigued me is I love how he has assessed life and the things that he has absorbed and has been many high moments and a lot of low moment moments as well too. And when he speaks of Jada Pinkett Smith, his wife, and how, you know, pieces of her were chipped away, chipped away because of compromise and decisions that were made that she allowed and didn't put her voice in. She played small in those instances and how when she decided to regain her sense of self after going through her own process, and she talks about this, but I think his perspective helped me understand what she was trying to articulate. Um, I found that I too have participated in many instances where I have been, I've chipped away because I have played small. I have not stepped into the line of opportunity or I've doubted myself. I've worried myself sick, you know, and the reality is I put myself in a place where I, there's no way I could have won because I just didn't make it a point. I didn't, you know, step in. I didn't push myself. And finding that that when she actually did decide to push herself, she pushed herself from the the energy level that she barely had to give. And I don't recall the exact book and the um the whole concept, but it's a very it's a pretty famous book. And this one, you know, story within the book where this woman sings to wake up her bones because she has broken herself down. She has faded away. She's decayed decayed so far where all that is left is just the bones. She has sung to be able to reconfigure and, and build her bones back up. And that dark version is what exists right now, but it blossoms into such unique beauty that it just... Oh, and it makes me understand why she chose the music and why she went in that direction, that hard rock, hard metal direction where you are screaming, you are completely just here as a vessel to represent the the piece of you that has died and decayed. And I can see that. I can see how someone can be functioning, how someone can be active, how can someone be so here and present but dead inside. And if you're from that place where you're dead inside, but still high functioning, I think it's really great for you to just check out what her version of the story of what things she went through and crying for 40 nights, 40 days straight, you know, that brokenness that exists. And I think all of us have had those moments where we've gone to that side of life and we're like, whoa, it doesn't feel good. And some of us have had a really hard time. And so when I speak of those high functioning people who are part of different things where they're throwing themselves into their kids, their career, their lifestyle, but that emptiness still exists is because you're not listening to your voice. You're not listening to who you are. You're not pushing yourself to be participating in your life. You were just there. And that's the problem. And I've done that to an extent where I've been participating even in my current relationship, but not really there. Like the me wasn't included. Sam was there, but the me and Sam wasn't there. And I no longer want to operate from that space. So that requires me to produce these podcasts, have these talking moments, you know, invest in my, my higher learning um, when it comes to reading more books and looking at a new perspective of life. 
all of those things equal where I want to be. I genuinely have to straddle the fence because as I grow, my needs, the version of me changes and everything under the sun also changes and what I ultimately want to extract from that. So it's definitely challenging because as that shifts, it definitely makes for a different version of me to exist. And I, I'm always learning. I'm always adapting. And that's the goal is to always adapt and never to conform or to, you know, put ourselves in a place where we're no longer pushing ourselves and we're no longer looking at life from a larger scope because that's how you, you become irrelevant, you decay. You know, that's another way to, to a fast track to nowhere land because you've given up. You've said, I'm going to be stuck and I'm okay with being stuck. And life is so fluid and life is so abundant and so has so many nooks and crannies. We can't afford to be stuck. We can't afford to be stuck in our ways. We have to remove what we feel like is the only embeddedment because we can still be a tree, a grounded tree full of roots, but the neighborhood may change. The weather's going to change. The type of animals that exist may change. But the moment that we say, I'm going to only exist in this environment and that's it, we literally will rot and die. And we don't get to you know persevere. We don't get to go a part of life anymore. And so it's so important for us to push ourselves, to get uncomfortable, to be vulnerable, to be honest, to be shameless. I think so many people now are using their strength and their capacity to be able to offer people a place where they can be vulnerable, they can be uncomfortable, they can be shameless. And I think it's important to represent that and to to take comfort in the fact that you are not alone in your fears, your uncomfortableness, your experiences, and you have a responsibility to yourself to protect your peace, protect your mindfulness, protect your boundaries, and stand for something. Stand for something you believe in, love who you love, love what you love, provide those distances where you need to, you know, fight for yourself where you need to, push yourself, be honest with yourself where you need to, and continue the journey and the the gift that is life in and of itself. Thank you all for listening so much to another episode of Everything in Me. I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode every single Friday. And for those of you who are rocking with me on social media, I appreciate it. Check out Everything in Me IG on Instagram and Everything in Me FB on, on Facebook. And on YouTube, you can check out the first version of the healing workshop. 